Good morning, everyone. My name is Teddy Ragsack. You're listening to Ted Talk Sports. And this episode is brought to you by Grooming by Diane, the best dog grooming services in the San Fernando Valley. All right, guys, so it is September. You know what that means. It is, a, we are almost at uh, the postseason for the MLB, which means, um, you know, the Dodgers. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. And I, I really don't want to be this person. I've actually been, I've actually changed my whole mentality about thinking about the Dodgers and it's it's it before I was always a Debbie Downer and now you know I have actually after a conversation with my dad um, I actually I'm a little bit more um, optimistic now you know I try to enjoy everything even if we don't win it I, tr- I just try to enjoy the ride but uh, there's just there are some things that even with my new adopted mentality that I just cannot ignore so what I've put together is a list of three different um, I guess red flags or things that we that I'm cautious about or things that worry me about the Dodgers going into the postseason so the first thing that uh, concerns me are the injuries so there's a few players that are injured Uh, we have Max Muncy who has like some sort of wrist contusion or something like that Um, he's supposed to be back by next week but what really worries me is that uh, the timing of this injury you know where it's 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 early September but you know the postseason is going to start in a few weeks and so he's not going to really have a lot of time to rehab from this injury. So he might feel kind of rushed to come back from it. So I don't know if that's going to hinder his performance at all. But that does worry me a bit. Um, another player that does worry me too is Rich Hill. Uh, Rich Hill, he had some sort of bicep tendon um, strain or something like that. And, uh, you know, most times that does lead to Tommy John surgery. So I don't know how he avoided Tommy John surgery. Uh you know, Rich Hill is also very old. He's like, I don't know, if he's, I don't know if he, is he 40 years old? He's close to 40 years old, something like that. But he, he is close to 40 years old. Um, you know, he's come back. He's pitched two simulated games. But, you know, I'm still very cautious to see how he's going to look if he comes back. And a, a bigger question, too, with Rich Hill coming back, um, do you use him as a starter or do you use him as a reliever? Um, I couldn't imagine Dave Roberts using him as a starter, especially with the injury that he's coming back from. You don't just throw him in there in a postseason game. Um, I think maybe in an emergency, um, if we need someone to pitch a couple innings, I'm guessing we would, we could go to Rich Hill. But personally, I don't think we're going to be seeing Rich Hill in the postseason. And if we do, I think it's not going to be the same Rich Hill. I, I I know it sucks to hear that, but that's just my personal opinion on the matter. I I don't know. I mean, the Dodgers starting rotation, that, that, that's another worry, which actually I'm going to get into a little bit later. But just hold on a second. So the other player, the third player that I'm really concerned with, um, with his injuries, Alex Verdugo. Alex Verdugo vies, uh, provides a lot of different, uh, provides much needed versatility to the Dodgers outfield. Um, he is someone that you know he's high energy. He has a good locker room presence, um, and he had like like an oblique injury, but then it turned into a back injury. And I think now it's just the back injury. Um, but they've said this progress with the back injury is sort of plateaued a bit, and it's sort of been on hold. So I don't really know what that means exactly. Um, so I'm not sure how much of Alex Verdugo we're going to be seeing. And he's such a young player. I doubt the Dodgers are going to try to rush someone like Alex Verdugo back. See, with Rich Hill, it's a little bit different because Rich Hill's a lot older. It's his last year on the Dodgers contract. Who knows if he's even going to be playing after this season. So it's a little bit different. But Alex Verdugo, he has, a, he has more of a future um, in baseball. But, you know, with Alex Verdugo out, it means a lot more games that we have to play with, you know, Jock Peterson. And Jock Peterson is someone that's a liability. I mean, as hot as he's been, trust me, Jock, Jock Peterson's been... You know, knocking the cover off the baseball, but he is a liability against left-handed pitchers, and so Alex Verdugo hits left-handed pitchers a little bit better. So since Alex Verdugo's out, we have to put someone like either Matt Beatty in or um, 
uh, Jock Peterson in, so it puts us at a little bit of a a little bit of a disadvantage against starting left-handed pitchers. So speaking of starting pitching, which I mentioned briefly, um, the Dodgers starting pitching it's starting to come back down to earth. Now this is a very very big concern because the Dodgers starting rotation has been one of the biggest strengths of, of this season, especially Hunjin Ryu. And Hunjin Ryu has taken the biggest dip this this last uh, I don't know few games or post All Star break. You know, he's given up 21 runs in 19 innings. 21 runs. That, <laughs> that's a lot. And he's supposed to be our ace. And, you know, in the last three games, he's pitched. He hasn't even been able to get out of the fifth inning. So he's not really giving us. And that isn't, I don't want to hear that, you know, oh, it's his load management and things like that. Because, you know, he's been, his pitch count's still been high. It's been in like the 90s or whatever. So it's not like we're taking him out relatively early. Like he's been lighting it up and we're, we're taking him out. No, it's not really the case, Rich. I mean, not Rich Hill. Um, Hunjin Ryu, he's just been struggling a bit. And, you know, I, I kind of felt like this was coming. The statistics that he was putting up, he had a below 2.0 ERA. It was just, it's just hard to maintain that. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm assuming he's probably going to have a few more starts, maybe several more starts. Um, I haven't really looked at the schedule that much. But, I, you know, it's... It's really a bummer because Ryu, he was supposed to be our big ace. He's supposed to be our number one pitcher. And now we're really starting. He's really starting to come back down to earth. And he's really starting to struggle. And not even against good teams either. I mean, he had a bad outing, I think, against like Arizona. A bad outing against uh, Colorado. Um, I mean, the the Yankees won. I'll, I'll give it to him because, you know, it's the Yankees. But <laughs> but at least at least the good teams. You have, you have to put on a good showing for the good team. So, Hunter Ryu is starting to worry me. Um, someone that's worrying me a little bit, not too much, um, is Walker Bueller. Uh, Walker Bueller, he's just because he's been a little inconsistent. Um, you know, he's since the All-Star break, he's pitched in nine games, and out of five out of those nine games, he's given up one run or less, which is fantastic. But in the other four, when he does give up, when he does, when it rains, it pours with Walker Bueller. He he gives up in the last, the other four outings, he gave up at least five runs. So it's almost like Walker Bueller is just like he flips a coin, and you just we just don't know what we're gonna get, but. You know, overall, he is a very good pitcher. He's a very young pitcher, very talented. So I, he's just someone that, this to me, this wasn't much of a surprise. We always knew Walker Bueller. He's, he's been a little um, erratic, a little bit inconsistent. So this isn't, this isn't really like, you know, catching, catching anyone off guard. But I don't know. I, I think it's interesting to see which Walker Bueller we're going to get this past postseason. But it does worry me a little bit because I think this, this season he started off pretty hot. And then now he's just kind of in between hot and cold. So I'm not really sure. One player that I have to mention that I'm not as worried about, which may come as a surprise to a lot of people, um, is, is Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw has actually had a very, very solid year this year. He has something along the lines of like a 2.8-something ERA. Um, but, you know, you can't ignore his history in the postseason. You know, it does worry me. But, you know, I'm not going to get into that too much. I'm not going to do that too much. But I, the more, this is more of a positive statement for Clayton Kershaw because I'm very, very impressed with how he's done this season. And it's crazy. You know, he has like a 2.86 or something ERA, makes it uh, on the all-star team, and everyone's saying he's washed up. I mean, that's <laughs> – I mean, if that's washed up, I mean, I'd be – maybe that's washed up for Clayton Kershaw just because he's been so – I mean, he's been like he's went God mode these last um, ten years or so. But anyways, I'm not I'm not as concerned with Clayton Kershaw. I'm sure that statement's gonna bite me in the butt a little bit later. But right now, I'm not that concerned with Clayton Kershaw. But uh, the last, uh, I guess, red flag or my last thing that I'm the most concerned with with the Dodgers is there uh, is not the bullpen, but just Kenley Jansen. Kenley Jansen. Uh, God, where to start? It's uh, you know, it seems like everyone else in the bullpen is like has stepped up except Kenley Jansen. And this really makes a big impact because Kenley Jansen, in a sense, was the identity of the Dodgers bullpen. He was the leader. He was someone that, um, you know, when all else fails, you can go to him. And he just doesn't have it this year. He just really doesn't have it. Um, 
in the last couple years, I mean, he's, he, and yes, he's kind of choked, I guess, in a sense in the playoffs, but in the regular season, he, he was a little bit more consistent. Uh, he has a 3.86 ERA, which as a closer is ridiculously high. Um, he's given up at least one run in his last um, four out of six games that he's pitched in. And what worries me the most is something a little bit more intangible. But what worries me the most about Kenley Jansen is the fact that he just doesn't really have that swagger. He doesn't really have the the self confidence that he used to have. He doesn't really, you know, I don't really, have, I don't really see that look from Kenley Jansen anymore. Um, about like, you know, like I'm going in the game. I'm going to shut the door, and we're going to get this win. It's just, it's more so like he seems more concerned. Um, definitely, what everyone's saying has really gotten to him. Getting booed at Dodger Stadium. I mean, which he did in a sense deserve that because he hasn't been performing very well. And Dodger fans, you know, they're pretty savage. So, but you know, he just doesn't really have it. He just, you know, it's a bummer. It's you know, so I, I'm, you know, Kenley Jansen is putting Dave Roberts in a very difficult position because if you're Dave Roberts, you know, and it's the postseason, it's crunch time. Who do you go with? You know, it's a one-run game. Um, you're on the road. Let's say you need this game to close out a series or something like that. Um, who do you go with? Do you go with Kenley Jansen? Do you go with uh, someone as hot as Joe Kelly? Um, someone like Pedro Baez? You know, it's a tough call. It's a tough call because if you go to someone like Joe Kelly, let's let's say you, let's say you go go with someone like Joe Kelly. Who Joe Kelly has changed my mind. I started off as <laughs> I started off as someone that wasn't a big fan of Joe of Joe Kelly, but Joe Kelly to me is just totally evolved. Uh, not evolved. He's not a Pokemon. Someone that is totally um, turned his season around. And it's just been very, very consistent. He's the movement on his two seamer is just out of this world. Um, he's start. He's really looking like the player that we paid all this money for. Um, so I am very excited with Joe Kelly the way he's developed. But, but if, let's say we go with Joe Kelly in this, in this hypothetical. The Dodgers in the playoffs. He goes to Joe Kelly. He gets the he gets the close. Um, does that mean Joe Kelly is going to be our closer for the rest of the postseason? You know, any tight game like that, are we going to go to Joe Kelly? I mean, I could see Dave Roberts doing that. I think that's a real possibility. Dave Roberts is known as, you know, he did this in the 2017 um, playoffs with the Dodgers. He just burned, like, when he found whatever arm was hot, and he just burned that arm out. So if Joe Kelly's hot, I think he, Dave Roberts is not going to give him many days off. Um, but we'll see, though. We'll see. I, I really hope Kenley Jansen can turn it around. I know they said they're going to give him a little bit more soft outings uh, just to kind of get his confidence back up. Um, which I hope he does. I really, really hope he does. But if not, I could definitely see someone like Joe Kelly or Pedro Baez or maybe even someone like Julio Urias. We'll see. Um, coming out of the bullpen uh, to close out some of these games in the postseason. Uh, but anyways, guys, so that was my episode for the Dodgers. Um, I know it was, it was a little bit skeptical, but these are just some thoughts. I, I had to get them out there definitely before the postseason started. But anyways, guys, thank you so, so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. My name is Teddy Ragsack. You're listening to TED Talk Sports.